You're listening to The Full Broadside. Everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Full Broadside. Today we are all here again. KJ Mando and Mr. Sock all with us. Nobody had dates. Nobody had something else going on. We don't have to have Nimitz fill in and uh, be a rent a Mando or a rent a Sock <laughs> or whatever the case. How you doing, guys? <laughs> rent a Mando. Yeah. Oh, it's. Uh, I am having actually a horrible day today. I spent about three hours in ranked. And I managed to successfully go backwards, so I guess that I, that counts for something because I went backwards in my score all day. <laughs> How about you guys? I'm doing all right, doing all right. Uh, trying to stay cool with this hot weather coming around. Um, just working. Finally got a few games in. We got some clan battles in over the weekend. We did pretty good. But other than that, doing just hanging in there. How about you guys? Yeah, I've been at work all day. I haven't had a chance to do anything yet. Um, Sock, you haven't even jumped in rank at all so far? I literally haven't turned my computer on yet today. But I have been playing ranked a little bit um, in the past week or whatever since it came out. How's it working for you? Because uh, there was an awful lot of ranting that Mando was doing. He was having all kinds of troubles today. And I was uh, working, doing something else, but I had Discord open. And I <laughs> he was filling up the whole sheet of rants and raves about how bad ranked was where he was at so i'm imagining you did a little better yeah i read the rant session as well i'm not i haven't played as much ranked as he has um and i'm not as high rank i think i started at 15 and i'm at like rank 11 right now but i'm i want to i don't have it in front of me but i want to say my win rate is like 80 percent so far i do pretty well in ranked my overall win rate in ranked is like 65 percent well, my ranting in rank started off with, with yesterday, and I won't name any names. Um, I'll just say that I was in a ranked battle where one of our illustrious community contributors decided he's going to take the Admiral's chair and direct everybody where to go. And it was a complete, um, let's just say it was a train wreck carrying a bunch of flat cars loaded with dumpster fires on it. And that's about how the battle turned out. And so I had made a comment to the such as this was a complete train wreck thank you for your leadership and i ended up with a chat ban for 24 hours and um so that's how my rank started yesterday and i think it just carried on the karma carried on over today but the good news is is i got my chat ban lifted and i'm i'm back into the rank battles again did you ever hear back um like did you ever file a ticket about that did you ever hear back about that I did, and it was basically explained to me in customer service that there is a... We're sorry, a, you're mad? Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for your salt. It it fuels our paychecks. Um, and uh, there's it's part of the karma, the reporting system, where there was basically no abuse of power. Because if one person or if two people take all, basically take all of their um, reports and they dump it on one person, you end up with like 14 reports for chat ever. Yeah. And so it's a glitch. So it's a so backdoor in the system. So he probably just dumped all his reports on you. Yeah. He, yeah, he did. And probably another person got on the bandwagon and I ended up with, um, you know, an overabundance of reports and hence the 24 hour ban. And so I, I think it's a backdoor in the system. I think it, it needs to be fixed because if you really wanted to silence somebody, you could, you know, you, you could just dump, dump your, your complaints. But anyway, it's over. It's, it's solved. It's, you know, uh, to today's a brand new day. <laughs> well, that actually segues perfectly. I wanted to talk about the, uh, the report system and the compliment system. And, uh, but real quick before we do, we talked a little bit about this. He got a little harassment from us at the during throughout last week's show because he wasn't here. I gotta ask. I know our listeners are, are curious. Sock, how did the date go? It was fine. 
Really? That's it? Just fine? Nothing more? Come on, man. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> um, well, I don't really, I don't really want to talk about specifics. It was, but it was a good date. I mean, you got a second one out of it or anything like that, right? Yeah, that's all I'm asking for. I'm, I'm not asking for you know how great was she was doing this, and and we had a lot of fun, and we went to movies. And we don't need all that. I'm just curious, <laughs> you know, did you get a second date? Are you going to see her again? Is she World of Warships material type of thing? You know that kind of thing. Uh, there did end up being a, a second one, but I don't think it's going to end up going any farther than that. Oh, well, that's too bad. Unfortunately, it is what it is. <laughs> it's too bad real life didn't have a karma system so that when you were done with a date, you could like, you know, virtually link and like either compliment or <laughs> lodge a complaint <laughs> with that person you were just with. You know what? I'm sure somebody somewhere is working on that system. Actually, there's a movie that's got some of something similar to that. That, yeah, it's pretty pretty funny but yeah there's a movie that actually has something similar to that you go out on a date or whatever and then when are you done you give them a five star four star three star rating whatever yeah <laughs> oh wow so it's literally like uh if tinder and yelp um merged <laughs> something similar to that yeah I wish you could do that in warships. Like if you had, you know, just that potato on your team and you know it's a potato because you've seen him before and you're like, oh God, this guy's a total potato. You could swipe your screen left or right and just, you know, swoosh him into another battle. <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of us would find ourselves in other battles at that point in time. I know I would be. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would probably end up getting skipped around quite a few times. Yeah. All right. Well, I just wanted to harass Sock just a little bit, but uh, no worries. Uh, I'm sure there'll be uh, many more uh, takers down the road. So anyway, back to the reports and compliments. Uh, Mando, you were talking about uh, reports. Now, I was going to ask you guys, uh, since since it came up, what, what kind of... Uh, uh, criteria do you guys use uh, before you uh, compliment somebody or report them that kind of a thing uh, well for me it just really depends I don't really report too many people unless it's really blatant that they're doing something stupid uh, yeah, I, I almost uh, never go through all, all my reports yeah but I will compliment players, and and it does just all depends on on the play, and you know if we got into a good deal or you know duel, I should say, um, you know they, you know we just had a good back and forth in playing. You know I tried to sink them, they dodged all my shot. You know all that kind of stuff. It just all depends on on how how we play. You know how we play against each other. And sometimes I, you know I'm you know generally watching the chat. I don't really pay a whole lot of attention to it, but you know if I hear people, you know pop off and say something that's not necessarily mean or hateful or anything like that or they'll talk they'll talk a little smack in a game and you give it back to them and they they respond back in kind you know that just kind of stuff i'll give them good reports on that as far as you know you know good behavior you know all that kind of stuff but generally i don't i don't necessarily use them all it just all i don't half the time i don't even think about it and if i get something in chat that i don't like or care for and eh, whatever i just i don't pay attention to it i'm on a mission I am on a report mission that when I run into said potato that I dump every single report and I usually save them for that special brand of potato that's been sitting there for a while that's got a few you know eyeballs popping off of it and then I will report dump on said person in the hopes that uh, someday way down in the future that they get enough negative karma points that uh, it ends up uh, bumping them into a, a separate, I don't know, pretend league. So it sends them where they, it goes where all the mismatched socks in your laundry go. No, I, I do. I, I use the report system quite extensively. And I, and I think it's, it's part of um, that final, um, uh, I want to give it a chance and, and I don't think it's actively rating the players per se but I do know and I've heard from other players that if you do get enough karma points built up that you get some sort of a benefit uh, as in it allows you to make more reports and more compliments but I don't know have you guys heard anything yeah I heard something about that a long time ago that um, you can have I think you I forgot what the base is is like you get like six reports a day or something like that and then the higher your karma points you go you can get like one or two extra one or two extra per day or something yeah i don't know if it's the base but i have seven but my karma is also quite high here's the problem i have with the with, with the karma system is that 
just about every game and i know it happens to cyber a lot because i hear him in chat where i always get that one potato head that wants to just rub paint with me because i'm going one direction and i'm in a massachusetts and i can't turn on a dime and then that other pinhead decides that they want to slam into me and so by the time i manage to build up a couple of good karma points i usually tend to lose them all because people keep bumping into me in the damn or the darn game excuse me so um i have yet to accumulate more than 10 karma points you know and, and that that reminds me i was i was in a game the other day and uh it was down at tier six i figured you know what i'm gonna take the fabuki out for a, for a little bit of a joy ride here and uh we were doing well and and uh you know, we were we were capping. We we had the lead. I just finished off a ship, started to turn, and out of nowhere comes another Fabuki on my team and cuts right in front of me. So I end up hitting him in the tail. Now, no matter what I did, I tried to back off. I tried to tried to reverse. I tried to turn. We were stuck for almost 30 full seconds. I couldn't get off of him. He was turning into me, turning away. Whatever the case was, you just couldn't get off of him. And I was I was chatting to him. I was like, you know, hey, sorry, man. I, I don't know what to do. I'm stuck here, and I'm trying to back up and whatnot. Well, he didn't reply. He just kept driving and whatnot, and we were just going around hooked. I mean, it looked like a boomerang spinning around. <laughs> we weren't going anywhere. And uh, I was trying to make light of it, you know, because he cut me off. He was in the wrong. He knew I was coming, and he come flying across in front of me like that, so I hit him, didn't know he was there. Well, maybe that's a little on me because I should have, you know, have been knowledgeable about all my surroundings. But anyway, we finally break loose. I stop, he stops, and suddenly we, you know, the, the normal water movements kind of push us aside. Well, he backs off. I start turning. He lets me get about mm, less than a K away and launches a full salvo of torpedoes and sinks me. And then starts tearing me up in the chat. And, <laughs> you know, normally I, I just don't even bat an eyelash I, I don't even look at him i don't even care i don't listen i just ignore the stuff but i was apologetic the entire time it wasn't anything that i did on purpose it wasn't i don't know that he did it on purpose but he was calling me all kinds of names so yeah i used all of my reports on him that time and uh especially for sinking me because that was poor sportsmanship right there um and he went pink automatically for that anyway, but he clearly didn't care. And then he started cussing me out. So I was like, okay, I replied to him. And my only reply was, wow, I was apologetic, even though it was not my fault. And you do that. And I said, and you go on the blacklist. Congratulations. Goodbye. And I logged off. That was the end of that battle for me. But it's those types of players that need to be just completely loaded with the reports. And I try to save them for those. But there's, there's so many morons out there that start cursing right away and start calling people out right at the beginning those you know i don't care what happened it's a game and you're acting stupid you're getting a report i normally don't hit a lot of a lot of uh, reports or, or compliments for people but when when there's some extra little extraordinary stuff going on i hit them with reports because i think that's exactly what it needs to be and now that we find out through mando you know if enough people report him he can get chat banned which is exactly what should happen to people like that as for compliments, I don't give them out very often. I feel that those are important and, uh, you know, they need to be earned. If somebody does a really great job, you know, great. I'm fine with that. I mean, it's not automatic. Somebody gets a crack and I'm going to hit them with a compliment. No, because they might have been steal, uh, uh, kill stealing. You know, who knows? I don't know if they're way on the other side of the map. But if I'm seeing some amazing play, even if somebody gets sunk and I see how well he did, you know, kiting or whatever the case was, you know, I'll give them compliments for that. But yeah, there's, there's not enough reports in the game to, to give out to some of these people, man. I just don't know where they come from, but they're, uh, there's something else. You brought up an interesting point. Um, keel stealing and i've heard you know and i've seen in chat and i've seen in games and i've been in other clans where people uh players accuse other people of keel stealing um is there such so a question I, I, i'm gonna throw out to everybody is there such thing as as kill stealing because let's face it we are in a team-based game and so uh, you know what do you guys think about that well yes and no first of all 
there's one thing that's the most important thing in this game that's winning and if you're gonna complain about your teammate helping you win then i'm sorry but you're probably don't deserve to win but also bad because like if you do 99 percent of the damage and then somebody takes that last hundred points of damage well yeah that kind of sucks but also at the same time guess you should have done more damage yeah. I mean, again, kind of a yes and no type of thing. Um, to me, the old saying, you know, if it's red, it's dead. Um, and one less gun, whatever, out of the one less ship, whatever, out of the game, great. Uh, I don't necessarily think it's kill stealing. I mean, I'll, you'll see it sometimes where people are saying that, well, I can't help it if my shells are already in the air and they get there a split second before yours. I'm not purposely trying to do that or anything. Now, I have seen instances where people have done kill stealing, where you can sit there and watch them that they haven't fired much of anything, and then as soon as the target gets down to super low, they fire a shot, boom, they got a kill. They The next target gets super low, they fire a shot, boom, they get a kill. I've seen that before. That is kill stealing, as in, in my book. But if I if everybody's working on a target, we get it down as far as we you know I can, and somebody else takes it. Yeah, it's kind of irritating, but hey, it's one less ship out of the game. Let's move on to the next target. Well, myself, I don't really think uh, that's that's such a big deal. I think people uh, take things to extremes and, and and act as if it's oh well, that was my kill. Well. You launched 47 salvos at it, and it wasn't sunk. Uh, clearly, you weren't getting the job done. Um, in the same instance, I can see, you know, I've been working on a ship. He's been burning, and I've been farming burn damage and all kinds of stuff. And then somebody swings a, a, a AP shot out there and, and, and takes the last couple hundred points and gets it. You know, eh, it kind of sucks. I get that. But at the same time, yep. they're off the map. It is what it is. But the reason I brought that up as, as, as you know, for a compliment for somebody, you can easily see when you're running around on your team, somebody gets a Kraken and they don't fire a whole lot of shots. They didn't do a whole lot of damages because they were waiting for ships to get weak. And then they took that shot and finished it and got the kill. So, but you don't get any extra points. You don't get any extra money. You don't get any extra XP for, for being uh, cracking every game. That doesn't do any good for you. It's just something to brag about is really all it is. So I don't care. I was going to say, um, I was going to say, if it was your kill, why didn't you get it, you know? Right, right. And that's just it. I mean, you know, myself, if somebody, you know, steals a kill from me and I've been working on a ship, I don't care. I start looking for the next one. I, I don't care. And, uh, hey, there, KJ just sent in the message. He's got 42. You know how many? I've got seven because I really don't care. I think I, probably, I, have, I, think I have three. Yeah, I just got my seventh last night, or night before last, and it was in an Ognavoy, and I forget, I was riding with somebody, we were, we were divved up, and we were, we were zipping around, and I'm in my Ognavoy, and I'm having a good game, I'm out there, and you know, I had stuff in the area, I think I killed probably three, three or four uh, um, destroyers. And uh, found a cruiser. And you know what? I honestly wasn't looking at how many kills I had. I was like, good, he's out of my way. I can move on safely and not get sunk. And that's really all I was doing, trying to trying to fire torps, fire, fire guns, trying to get them out of here so I can move on. And the next thing I know, I had a Kraken and six kills. I ended up finishing off another one with a burn. And that wasn't even my fault. I hit him with a burn. He was well over half. And somebody started pounding him and pounding him and pounding him and killed him, but I had the burn and I got the last tick damage so how that was my fault I don't know but I ended up with six kills on an Ognavoy and I'm like okay well that was great but once again I don't know how many of those I could have technically kill stole but whatever they were it, it, we won that's really all that matters in those things no I I, I totally agree it's um I know KJ brought up with the Krakens. I mean, Kraken, you know, it's a good award. I, I, I put much more emphasis in uh, on to the, like the high caliber or the Confederate award. I, I don't think Kraken really denotes you as a as a um, as a keel stealer. I think that denotes you as a as a team player. If you compare it, or if you you know if you end up high on the experience list. Now, if you're at the bottom of, and I have yet to see this, if you're at the bottom of the experience list, meaning you have little to no contribution but you got a crack at award yeah you're kill stealing <laughs> yeah maybe 
Well, yeah, we, exactly. Yeah, I think we can wrap that up in a bow. I, I, I think all of us are, are you know, whatever. It, it's, it's kills, it's not kills, it is what it is. But we can move on with, uh, move into the clan battles. We talked about that a little bit. Clan battles, second week has come to an end. What are you guys thinking? What are you seeing? What are the changes? What's the meta like now? I'm happy. It's been good. Clan battles have been fun. It can be a little frustrating sometimes when um, there just ends up being a lack of communication on the team and you know you can be winning but it's just not happening. That, that gets a little frustrating but overall it's been fun. I'm guilty of getting a little bit too competitive in clan battles and taking it a little too seriously because of my my heritage playing World of Tanks so competitively. You know, it's kind of like what uh, you know, Sock and I kind of mentioned before, um, kind of offline on, on, on something else. We were talking about clan battles the other night. And just looking at things, it's just like, how are we doing as well as we are doing? Because really, since we're a young clan, we have a lot of, of newer members, a lot of players that really haven't got a lot of experience playing. How are we pulling some of this off? Because if you look at us all on paper, we shouldn't be doing as well as we're doing. Again, we're not doing wonderfully great. We're not all the way to Typhoon League, but I mean, we're at Gale. We've gone up to Gale, what, Gale 2, almost hit Gale 1 the other night. And, you know, of course, now we've kind of dropped back down some, but it's fine. It's, we're getting all the experience and, and everything. And it's just, just amazing on, on, you know, how everybody can actually get together and, and play this as a team game kind of like what it's supposed to be as opposed to randoms that is supposed to be a team game but it's all a bunch of individuals yes and and like mr sock said is that yeah we do have some communication breakdowns at times where we've had instances that you yell about hey something's happening over here some people you know not everybody paid attention and looked or whatever it happens it, it does get frustrating and it makes, makes you kind of want to yell scream and quit that's why i generally take my headset off and yeah, I have myself. a mute button. Yeah. <laughs> I have a physical mute button on my mic that turns yep. my mic, like there's a, a light on my mic that turns red, so I know that you guys can't hear me. Right. So but, I've, um, I've, I've done that myself a few times, and, and yep. I get right back at it, and it's like, just relax. We're, we can do this. It's not a problem. But, you know, overall, I think it's been it's been a good experience for everybody. I mean, yeah. I, I, I really do. And it's, it's like we've touched before. You see different ships different makeup of ships different loadouts you know there's three dd divisions there's two ddds there's one you know you have a battleship and four graph space you know you just get all these different combinations of things and sometimes they work great against us sometimes they don't work great against us again depending so it's just kind of interesting on on the makeup on everything yeah i think what you're trying to say in terms of meta there isn't one there, no, I mean, really, I, there I, truly I, isn't one Right. What I was getting at, though, the the in the first week we we saw almost a what we say a 50-50 split between carriers and uh, battleships. Now I, I think this week I I, now, I, now. I I only got in one one set of battles and that was Sunday due to my work schedule. Um, I saw predominantly battleship teams uh, on Sunday. So was that uh, what we're looking at this this second week? Mostly battleships. It's been mostly battleships, but you also have to remember there's a lot more good battleship players out there than there are good carrier players, and probably all the teams that have good carrier players have moved on to the other leagues by now. That's a fact right there. Um, I'm and looking the at other one. thing that's really important in clan battles, this is one of those situations where re win rate really does mean everything. Our our win rate as a clan, I believe last time I looked, is like 46%, which I'm actually really impressed by. I was genuinely expecting our win rate to be down in like the sub 30% for this season just because we had no experience. And I've been really happy with how we've been performing. And it's been actually up above 50% at some times. And then you have a bad night. And, but anyway, right. that's kind of besides the point. Either way, we're doing pretty well. And we're kind of at a good place where I think if we started moving up much more, we'd start coming across teams that were much better than us. And I think what a lot of the time what's happening is we're coming across the teams that are just making it up into, what are we, in Gale? Um, in Gale 3. Yeah, and we're just coming across the teams that are either as good as us or not quite as good as us that are also kind of not necessarily stuck in the league in this league or just coming up to it for the first time. Because I think by this point, all of the really good 
teams have moved on from these leagues, and I think we're kind of seeing it, everything settle down now. Well, and that's one thing I was going to point out. You know, we uh, we were in. I didn't expect to leave Squall not with uh, not with a brand new crew. And uh, you know, by the end of the week one, uh, I think we were still in Squall, but we were all the way up to Squall one. And then uh, we the had made first, it the first couple of days of, of week two. I think we got right into Gale, and and we're still there. Well, no, it in the in like the second day we made it to Gale. Like we made it into the the. the like what is it the struggle for the next league or something we got up to like four stars in that and then we ended up having a big losing streak and going right back down so we got really close in the first couple of days yeah and i did not expect that with such a such a young clan but uh, like we lot, won our people. very first game like the right. very first game we ever played in time battles we won right right and, and that was the cool thing you know i mean it, we've got a lot of players that have less than 500 battles underneath their belts uh in randoms so it's it's something it's it's uh, it, it's something to see you know the the teams coming together and uh, you know and it's looking good you know maybe we'll go further maybe we won't but at the very least everybody who's here gets a chance to get in and see what it's like get a little experience under their belt and maybe next season will be even better. Our current win streak right now is seven games and that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like a ragtag group that we have putting stringing seven wins together in a row that's to me is pretty phenomenal it's not bad i was just browsing reddit looking at some of the stats and releasing from the week one and week two and um the graphs spay is extremely popular um and some of the they were listing some of the uh you know you know battleship versus carrier um right now the current meta up in the Typhoon and in the upper two leagues is running a team composition of um, four Graph Space, two Smoke Cruiser, and a Carrier. Um, Any and versus the Carrier? Uh, yeah, actually there is. Um, you're looking at the Ryujo and Arc Royal. Followed by the Arc Royal. Yeah, is yeah. the most popular statistically wise um, in the upper leagues. Um, you're finding in the lower leagues, and, and Sock, you brought up a great point, which is there's a lot more battleship drivers than there are good carrier drivers out there. And so that's why we're seeing a huge influx of battleship versus uh, carriers. And like what yeah. we talked about last week with, you know, some of the, the top ranked um, clans, you know, wanting to boycott this because they thought that the carriers were going to, you know, th throw the meta all out of sorts i i just don't see that happening i think we're lucky in our clan that we have several good carrier players yeah we do um but we also have just as many good battleship drivers as well you know um i was really surprised my prediction was going to be the west virginia 1941 um but we're we're seeing a few of those uh the uh war spite the old 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 war spite has really um, taken the lead as far as statistics wise and I was surprised but now when I was talking to Polcat, uh, one of our clan members and he was explaining a little bit more, I don't have a lot of experience in the war spite but uh, when you're talking about the Royal Navy heel um, and I was looking at some of the armor layout of the war spite, it makes sense um, according to the data, the Ismail is the most popular uh, battleship um but I didn't see too many of those. I don't know. It's kind of hit and miss on the on the ones that we've had so far. But again, like I said, we're at the lower league, so you still have people trying out different things. So maybe by the time you get further up, you're going to have more dedicated that are going to be on that one, like Ishmael, more than anything else. Yeah, and most used destroyer was the T-61. No surprise there. That is just a phenomenal little boat if you have uh, it yeah. destroyer it's, it's the best destroyer at tier six bar none i think we've been seeing a lot of fubukis i know we've been going up a lot against um but anytime there's a t61 if you are driving the t61 you are public enemy number one for the other team and if you're going up against the t61 that is usually who you want to focus on in the games that i've seen but yeah it's been a really interesting meta um, I was predicting the Ark Royal and the West Virginia and uh, the Spay and the T-61s, but you know I was a little askew yeah. on my predictions. But I was expecting to see all the really good clans bring a Ryujo and six Trentos. 
Really? Is that because of the SAP? Because the SAP, yeah. Very because interesting. Because if, if we look back at the last um, tier 10 clan battles and stuff, that it, and the King C and whatever, the meta was basically Hakuryu plus however many Venetias and maybe a Holland. Oh, and a couple of Stalingrads. I'm just reading some of the notes in the higher... Uh, Typhoon League, uh, the, the the top two leagues, you're seeing basically some good clans running full smoke cruiser lineups. Is yeah, it's tough to make that work though. But you got to really know what you're doing. But with that, I think it's time for a break. Yeah, let's do that. Let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, real quick, before we get too far into it, I want to play a quick email from a listener, and uh, he's got some questions for us. So hang tight. We'll uh, we'll hit that for you right now. Have you ever, guys, played um, World of Warships Legends? And can you please tell me more about the German CVs and what you guys think about it as you guys go on? And thank you. All right, so he's asking if we've ever played World of Warships Legends, and then the second part of his question uh, was what we currently think. He wants more info on the uh, German carriers. So uh, what do you guys think? Have you, uh, have you ever played uh, Legends? What is this World of Warships Legends that you speak of? I, I have console, not... Console version. Oh, console. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I, unfortunately, I don't think yeah. any of us are peasants, so... I have actually played it on the... PlayStation and I believe on the Xbox One at one point. Wow, you can leave, peasant. <laughs> this is a this is a Discord for the glorious PC master race. Somebody's been busy in their free time. <laughs> well, it's one of those things that you know I wanted to try it out. I just wanted to see if it how it was or worth anything. And it was still early on. Um, I think it had just come out of its early beta stages or alpha stages or whatever it just, it just you know barely hit the uh, the consoles and i messed around with it, with it for a little bit of it but it it didn't sway me to go play it more than the pc right but it was okay. interesting i mean it was you know it, it is what it is it's it's definitely something different to get used to using a controller to do things as opposed to the mouse and keyboard Right, and they, they have a mobile game as well for phones too. Is that is that Blitz? I want to say is it is World of Warships yes, Blitz? It's World of Warship, and I've tried playing that as well. Um, you know, when I have when I used to have a lot more free time while I was at work, and I no, I couldn't make it work very well. I mean, it works. I just I just couldn't make it work for me very well. Okay, well, no for three of us, and uh, KJ has had some some experiences and not liking them. Good enough. Let's move on to the uh, the second part where we talked about uh, German carriers. Now I know a couple of us have the Rhine. Um, KJ, you ended up with the Wesser, I believe you said. Uh, what what are we thinking well, about I, it so far, guys? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was the Wesser, but no, it, it is the Rhine. Sorry. Okay, isn't that funny? Four, four of us, and we each get the f- tier four. We we don't get the yep. six or the eight. I don't know what it is with the RNG, man. I just I just can never get anything above a tier four when they when they kick out uh, something new. It was the same thing with the Italian uh, cruisers when they launched those. I ended up with uh, I want to say the five, and I had to grind. And all the I'm seeing all these Amalfis all over the place. <laughs> I'm like, wow, they all got the eights, and here I am getting a five, and I got to grind, grind, grind to get up there. But <laughs> yeah, anyway, we, we've got the, uh, the tier four carriers, and uh, I enjoyed the Rhine, the couple of games that I played. Now, it hasn't been uh, for Oh boy, a good week or so since I've been in it, but I enjoyed it. I liked the dive bombers. Um, it was a little little wonky to get used to at first, but I, I enjoyed it. I think they're going to be a lot of fun. Um, what are you guys thinking? I can tell you real quick. Still haven't played them. It's been tough. The the queues, uh, the 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 queue time for tier the tier four carriers been monstrous. I mean, there's been twenty or thirty carriers in the queue. It's tough to get in the game. Just before we started recording here, I decided to play a quick game in the Rhine just so I could actually have an answer for this question. It was just a co-op game, but it gave me an idea of how they perform. Um, as a first impression, I'm not a fan of the AP rockets. I find the red the reticle for them to be really awkward, the, the shooting forward and then coming back. I find that really awkward. 
Although I'll probably get used to it as I play them more. I wish every dive bomber worked the way those things do. Those things are fantastic. I think they're amazing. Now this was a tier 4 co-op game and I did like 60,000 damage and that was pretty good for a tier 4 carrier. And the torpedo bombers are torpedo bombers. It's not good or bad, they're fine. I'm sure the higher tier ones will be better, but I really like those dive bombers. I'm with Sock. The, the AP rocket planes, that wonky reticle when you go into attack mode, it's fun to do the low you know, dive and skim across the surface, but lining up that reticle is proving to be quite difficult. I'm um, sure once you get practiced with it, it gets a lot easier, but I've only played one game. When we'll, Maybe we can revisit this next week and I'll do, I'll do some legwork on the carriers since I'm a moderately experienced carrier player. I, yeah, between the reticle and the bounce angles on anything, unless you're hitting something full broadside, that the bounce angles of AP rockets are just monstrous. Um, it'll it'll troll you. Um, and I, I I really love the, the dive bombers. I love the mechanic. I love the insta dive. And I, I said it last episode. And I'll say it again. They, you need to put some uh, some stukas on there. They're uh, um, the 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 junkers. Uh, well, back dive in bombers. the day. Back in the day, the Graf Zeppelin had Stukas. Did it really? Historically? Well, well, the Graf Zeppelin never existed, but I mean, when the um, like when the ship was first released in World of Warships, it had Stukas. Wow. I, I'm just a big fan. I Again, a, I know the art, art department could pull it off, but back, yeah. back to the topic on hand. Yeah, I really love that dive bomber mechanic. Torpedoes are fun. They're fast. Um, short range, but they're fast. And I, I know the premise behind was you're supposed to use the torpedoes on the destroyers and the, you know, the whole rock, paper, scissor, you know, di diagram there. But um, yeah, dive bombers, my favorite part. Yeah, the uh, I agree. You know, I, I will disagree on the on the rockets. Uh, I, I like them. I think they're just going to take time to get used to. Uh, they're they're different than the others. Uh, I I do like them. They were a little little hard at first, but I did like them. The dive bombers loved them. They were amazing. I wish more carriers play was like that too. But and then the Qs, yeah, I uh, it doesn't really surprise me because it, it seems like everybody's getting the tier four Rhine. And uh, because of that, the the cues are loaded. Everybody's trying to play them right now. So, but I think that'll wrap that part up. Let's uh, let's move on to uh, real quick. You know what? Thank you, Michael, for that email. That was uh, uh, we appreciate the email from you. And uh, keep them coming, people. It'll uh, it'll be a lot of fun uh, to interact with you out there. Uh, moving on, though, we've got a couple of ships in testing there. Uh, Mando, you want to cover the Anchorage and Munchen a little bit? I think you've got some stats on those where I do not. Um, I did. I actually had the pleasure of going up against an Anchorage uh, in-game, uh, one of the super testers. Uh, again, I, I don't... Um, it, it, that's going to be an interesting ship because it is an American, or excuse me, U.S. Navy, uh, U.S. Navy cruiser, a heavy cruiser with um, smoke and torpedoes, uh, eight, ten, excuse me, ten kilometer torpedoes at that. So um, that that's going to be an interesting um, uh, change in the the meta out there. I am looking forward to to getting it. I think that's going to be one of the ones that that uh, I will strive for uh, on the Anchorage. Um, no radar though. You're trading smoke for radar on that one. And uh, what, what do you guys think about that one? Well, I like the idea of it. I was unclear whether it was going to be a premium. Uh, was it going to be a um uh, a doubloon purchase is it going to be coal steel uh, how are you going to be able to get it so that's unknown right now um it's strictly just in the the super test um the base base value off of my one of the gamer blogs that i use is they're looking at eleven thousand doubloons which is about normal for a tier eight um but it's unknown i don't know um i'm I'm saving up all of my uh, my my venues on that one, free XP uh, doubloons. Um, you know th that's going to be one of the ones that that I'm really interested uh, in in getting. And also, um, unlike the other tier eight uh, Navy cruisers, um, this one has got four turrets. It has an ABXY 
layout with three rifles per turret. So you're looking at, um, you know, kind of looks like it kind of looks like it's going to be a, a tier eight buffalo. Yeah, basically a tier eight buffalo with smoke. So and from what I can see, some a little bit of hot torpedo action. Yeah, ten point five k torpedoes. It's going to be the only U.S. cruiser, cruiser uh, past the Omaha with torpedoes. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the consumables. Damage Control Party, Catapult Fighter. Atlanta. Um, uh, Flint's got torpedoes. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, other than those, I forgot about those. Yes. Uh, hydro and Smoke. So, um, the one, the other one that I'm looking at is the Munchen, the Tier 7. This is going to be a Tier 7 Kriegsmarine. Um light cruiser from what i'm looking at some interesting stats on that on this one that i've been kind of looking at is it's got the 150 millimeter guns uh with a 16.6 kilometer range um and a 4.8 second reload time on these things and i'm sure that and that's just base stats i'm sure you'll be able to 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 bring that down with an eight percent fire chance and so it looks like the Russian bias, as far as the uh, the, the flamethrowers, they're, they're not done making the flamethrowers yet, and it's spilling over into the Kriegsmarine line. Uh, I know with some people that have, or some gamers that have, the mains is another one. Um, it, it just looks like the HE meta is not going away anytime soon. So HE, either, either you hate it or you love it. I don't find that HE spam is ever really a problem for me, but it could just be the way I play. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting ship. I'm, I'm looking at the uh, four turrets, two rifles per turret, um, some of the stats, some of the consumables on this one is going to be damage control hydro, defensive AA, uh, either or, and catapult fighter on that one. So I don't think that this one's going to be a real big game changer because it is tier seven. Um, I'm not seeing anything that's really going to, you know, Question, the torps. No. You might not know the answer to this. Is it going to get the German IFHE performance? It, does it get German HE performance? Where that it's is quarter a- caliber pen rather than sixth? I do, although I don't know if that actually um, counts on prim main batteries. That might only count on secondary batteries on the battleships. I could be wrong. My my understanding is that all of the the German cruise the cruiser lines get the one and quarter. Pen, but don't quote me on that and I'm not seeing any documentation on that this one's still in kind of a super test my um, understanding I would imagine they only just gained, like the super testers only just got their hands on them outside of the super test yeah server. this one is really brand new um, it's going to be interesting again I don't think it's going to be a big game changer I think it's 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 doing a lot of what a lot of other ships already are doing um, just like the Flint or the Atlanta it just at a little bit of a longer range um, the, the one ship that's out there that um, is making waves is the Kitakami. They they took it out of the game and they brought it back. And oh man, there is a lot of uh, haterade flowing around. Uh, are you guys any of you guys not familiar with the with the Kitakami? I'm, I'm familiar mostly the from the, the videos for. I think KJ they, and I, I think KJ and I are the only ones who've actually played against them in the past. Cyber, are you familiar with the Kitakami? Yeah, we covered a little bit about it last week. Um, I had played once or twice against it way back, um, but not not any time since, no. So I'm not a big numbers guy. I don't like doing math in public because it's just embarrassing, and I can only get up to 20 if I take off both of my shoes. Um, But I, I ran some numbers, and of course we all know that the Kitakami has got 10 torpedo banks or 10 torpedo launchers with four you know torpedoes per launcher so that's five per side um if you staggered your firing instead and fired them in volleys you can basically spit out four torpedoes every 14 seconds out of this thing every 14 seconds you're spitting out a 15k torpedo fun 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 yeah, I mean, it's got stuff to compensate, you know, um, the, the main batteries are, are kind of, uh, you know, crap Crash. on paper. Yeah, it's got some decent concealment, but you want to talk about an area denial platform, you know? <laughs> it's basically what it is, and and the the torpedoes do something. I mean, it's a 15K torpedo coming oh. at you. 
one thing that I think is um, important to remember with torpedoes, especially torpedoes like those Japanese torpedoes, which have kind of craptastic concealment, is that they're really good at killing stupid people. But any, but all, most people with half a brain, especially against a cruiser, which is probably going to be spotted, or at least you're going to know roughly where it is and be like, I bet you there's going to be torpedoes coming. I should probably not be sailing in a straight line right now. <laughs> yeah, right. you know, um, it's going to cull the herd definitely, I think is what you're getting at. Well, you know, what I'm getting at is I think it's going to be less effective than a lot of people think. The, you also have to remember when the Kitakami was last in the game, that was five years ago. People are a hell of a lot better at this game now than they were five years ago. True. Yeah, this is true. I, you know, I have such little experience with the Kitakami. I barely remember it coming out. Um, I don't know. My my jury's still out on this one. I just know that on the forums or in the virtual, you know, World of Warships arena, it's really kicking up a lot of dust, and there's a lot of haterade flowing. Like uh, I remember. I remember the days when, before people realized that AP was the correct choice for battleships. Like, this was that long ago. Probably the, the Gremyashi was still in the game too, right? This was before the Gremyashi was in the game. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, that's a little bit before me. I came in right after uh, release. I didn't do any beta. This was before there were any premiums in the game, period. There was a total of... I think there were six lines in the game at the time. There was the... Japanese battleships, Japanese cruisers. Zao was called the Senjo back then. And there was the Japanese destroyers up to the Shimakaze. And there was the US carriers, cruisers, and destroyers up to the gearing. Yeah, that, that, was, was, that was it. There were no premiums, no nothing. The first premium, I believe, I don't remember if the Atlanta or the Kitakami was first. One of those was the first premium, I think. I know the Atlanta's the oldest premium currently available that's been basically unchanged. E even older than the Atago? The Atago was what they gave everybody who had the Kitakami. Ah, so it was a replacement. Like, they took it's it out. Correct. And... Wow. Uh, thank you for that uh, At little, least that's what I understand. Day, day trip down memory lane. I do remember, like, when it first happened, I, I didn't have any premiums back then. I seem to remember people complaining that when the beta ended they lost all their premium ships and wargaming basically told them uh, their sol and just like thank you for supporting us and giving us your money but we're not giving you or your ships i i don't know if that ever got sorted or if that was even a thing because i wasn't really i didn't pay that much attention to it back then maybe one of the people listening will be able to correct me on that and in, in, enlighten us but that's what i remember but I do know that the uh, the Atago replaced the Kitakami. Interesting. Yeah, I remember hearing a lot of uh, black about that. Is because they pulled it out. They they basically promised him for all their testing and everything. You got this great cruiser. Well, not great cruiser, but this reward ship. And they took it all away, gave him that. And then, of course, like I said, everybody was all ticked off and upset. Same thing happened with the Grimmy, and it was there was something and else. And then we got the Arkansas Beta. Yeah, where. It was supposed to have been a, a beta ship only that it would never ever go for, go out for sale again, and then and, and then it did selling it. So you know, another ship I'm keeping my eye on on the horizon is just when you thought we got rid of the Smolensk. Um, they're coming out with the tier ten, the R ten, the R ten Russian destroyer. Um, I was running some numbers on this one. Um, this one, in fact, it just got a buff to its fire chance, and so it's got a, a 10% uh, chance of fire per shell hit. And just to give you some comparison, I looked at some of the other more popular uh, Tier 10 destroyers. The Gearing has a 5%, Harugamo has a 5%, the, the Cab and the Grosovoy both have an 8% fire chance, and this one's coming out with a 10% fire chance. Um, and what is the reload rate on this one? Oh, and a range. It's got a longer range. It's basically a, a, a gunboat. It's another flamethrower. Um, Just another reason that the Kaba is even less relevant. Yeah, I. if you are a Kaba... I mean, I stopped grinding that line a while back just because it's just been power crept so bad. Um, and the reload time on this one adjusted is a five-second reload. 
which is the same as the as the Kaba. So well, the Kaba wasn't just um, power crept; it got nerfed. Like the Smolensk oh, actually did. has a faster rudder shift than it these days. I think. Yeah, it, it is so bad that I, I, you know, back when I was a newer player, the Kaba was one of, one of the tier tens that I wanted to get, and at this point in the game, um, it, it's it's not even relevant anymore. There's, it, you'd be wasting your time going up that line. The other thing with the Kaba is it's got too much armor for a destroyer. It's got that fifty millimeter plate, uh, yeah. which means that battleship shells will arm in it more often than not, and you get dev striked a lot. And the last one that I wanted to talk about was just kind of throw out there is again I've mentioned a couple for, before in a, on the past couple episodes was the Emilio the the new um, Italian destroyer that's coming out. Um, it it it's going to be interesting because this one is going to be shooting both high explosive and the SAP. So it's the stats on this one are looking pretty promising uh you know again it's all in in test stage uh, or, or test stage so it's going to be interesting um to see if this is going to change some of the meta um and just to wrap it all up i am really looking forward to the anchorage it's it's uh, i know cyber struggled with the uh, the buffalo uh, i heard him uh, cyber was that you that struggled with the buffalo uh, no, I was I was hating on the Baltimore, but you know after after listening to the guys in the clan tell me how awesome it is, I, I repurchased and I'm giving it a second chance. And so far, I'm there's okay. several people, there's several people who don't like the Buffalo. I don't yeah. remember who they all are off the top of my head, but there are a few. So yeah, this is going to be interesting. I really enjoyed the Buffalo. I thought it was a great ship. In fact, I almost like the Buffalo a little bit. I know you guys are going to hang me out the dry. I enjoy the Buffalo more than the Des Moines. Uh, call me weird, but I, I just had a great time with the I boat. I agree with that. I liked the Buffalo. I thought it was a fantastic ship. I don't um, necessarily agree that it's better than the Des Moines, because I think the Des Moines is one of the best ships in the game. Des Moines is great. It's a great ship. I just I enjoyed it. I didn't say it was better. I, I I enjoyed it better than the Des Moines, um, simply because I, I with my kiting, uh, it's it, a lot easier to kite in a Buffalo with with the rear two turrets, the XY, um, instead of just one in the Des Moines. But um, yeah, the yeah, Des this is going to the Des Moines is very much a claymore. Yeah, it is. Um, this is going to be this is going to be interesting to watch this one my only question that i have because i don't have any data on it is if this one is going to be using the super heavy shells or uh, not i would imagine it back will kj can you post up a, can you check uh the 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 baltimore and the buffalo on what the main battery guns uh specification on like what the name of the gun is is it the 55 mark 15 uh give me one second because if it is then it'll be using the same shells yeah, I'm in my stat page. I'm showing the 55 Mark 15, um, but I caution that because Correct. the Wichita does not have the heavy rounds. That's true. 203 55 Mark 15. So it's got the same guns, but so it's it gonna, the same ammunition. The ricochet angle is at 67.5. Uh, De degrees but yeah again i don't know it's gonna be interesting because i know the wichita does not have the heavy ap shells um and that's what a tier eight and uh so yeah this is good me uh, this is gonna be the one to watch i think this is gonna be the one i'm gonna be looking out for and i'm i'm really anxious to see what the procurement's gonna be on this one if it's gonna be doubloons or free xp so that's about all i got cyber to wrap that all up i mean i can go there's so many super chips out there testing I and mean, we can go on all night but we're also pretty much out of time for tonight. Ah, we got a few more minutes, and uh, there's there's a couple other quick things I wanted to cover. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that uh, that destroyer out of Italy because I'm a big fan of the uh, the Italian cruisers. So it'll just give me another premium in, in the port that I can uh, you know put uh, put an Italian captain on and uh, and work it a little bit. So looking forward to that. But. Uh, you know, there's one one thing that they, they they added new in the game here just the last couple of couple of days. The Azur Lane uh, girls are back, and uh, I don't know how much uh, knowledge you guys have of the original few times that they came out. It sounds like they were out twice before, at least, and there were some ships and whatnot. This time, it's predominantly captains for specific ships, uh, although there are premium ships, but you you can purchase those. Um, there was some confusion uh, with with some people about 
well, you're going to get a ship. No, you're not going to get a ship. You're going to get captains out of it, but they're 10-point, and you can put them on whatever ship you want them, uh, whatever nation they, they, they are part of. So looking forward towards that. That looks like a, an interesting thing, and I've already picked up two of them. So what are your experiences with the Azerlane up to this point? The captains are extremely annoying to the point where I just mute them. I, I can't understand. They're jibber-jabbering in Japanese. They're screaming at me. I got the lolly girls jumping around. I don't know. I mean, they're You're cute to look at. Weeb. Yeah, they're cute to look at, but they're they're port queens. That's my take on them. And pretty much. That's where I've got pretty much all mine sitting there just in reserve. Well, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to them just because I could always use an extra 10-point captain to train up. Uh, I, I do have that cap for uh, for Great Britain, and he's kind of annoying, but I, I found you put him on a carrier. It's it's really comical, so I have a good laugh. Maybe, uh, I don't know, I haven't had any of these girls before, so I'm going to give them a shot and, uh, and see how they work anyway. Yeah, I mean, they don't really do anything different except for just yell at you in their native tongue. And it's... Yeah. I've, they cuss, gone, cuss you out in, in Asian. <laughs> and, I mean, I've gone through it from the uh, uh, ARP line all the way up to this one now. So I've got several of them, so I can put them on, put them on you know, and if I feel like listening to it, but I usually don't. I, I download different uh, voice packs from ModStation anyway. I think the current one that I'm using is Jingles, just because Mr. Jingles, is uh, he cracks me up with some of the stuff that he says. But I will much prefer to listen to Jingles over the Azure Lane girls. You know, he's you can get his, I don't know if it's a different voice pack, but there is a vanilla voice pack for him. Anything is better than the Azure Lane the, girls. I, <laughs> that's he's my playable, recurring theme. Because he's a, a commander in the game. Yeah, he is. I keep I don't use his voice because I uh, I find that him mispronouncing and like saying the wrong ships throws me off. But sink a destroyer and he says you sunk a battleship. Yeah, or something about submarines are coming at you or something. Exactly. But back to the Azure Lane. Yeah, I mean they're cute to look at. I know the artwork on the ships is is um, phenomenal. I love the Japanimation or the anime um, Japanimation showing my age. Um, I, I just could I, I could do without the, the voice packs. Yeah, if there's a way you could toggle them off, that would be one thing. Because myself, I'm looking at them like, hey, ten point captains. I'm all in on that, but I haven't had the uh, the pleasure of listening to any of that yet. So I'll I'll have to <laughs> the jury's out on that, and I'll have to give an update of what I think maybe next week after I've had one in a ship, and maybe she's annoyed me. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see how that works. <laughs> You'll um, we'll see you ranting in a Discord like I was ranting about rank today, except it'll be about Azure Lane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just uh, just put one on a destroyer and just get spotted and, and shot at, and uh, yeah, you'll, it won't take long. All right. Well, being that socks back and has us on schedule, we uh, we have time now for parting shots before we get out of here for the day. So, start with you, KJ. Any parting shots? Uh, no, just uh, everybody keep grinding on the uh, the clan battles for those that are doing that. Uh, try to keep your cool, listen, pay attention, do what you got to do. Uh, like, don't take things too serious in chat. Oh, that was one thing I was going to mention to you also, Cyber. We did have a match um, a few days ago that after the match, uh, one of the guys actually messaged me and was saying, man, if I had... If I had comps and we could do comps, your entire team would have gotten comped because that was a very well-played game. And I, I was, again, I was taken back and shocked by that because it was, it was a, it was a nail biter. It came all the way down to the last minute before we pulled it out, but just keep at it and we'll get there. Mando. Oh man. What can I say? Ranked. If you're a potato, stay out of ranked, stay out of my way, or I'm going to report dump you and get you chat banned for 24 hours. Um, now, on a serious note, everybody take care. It's hot out there. And uh, I'm looking forward to um, hopefully ranking out sometime soon <laughs> so I could get back to a normal uh, blood pressure level. And that's my parting shot. <laughs> all right, Sock, what do you got? Well, I think you guys all know the deet to the stream by now. Um twitch.tv slash mrsock97 it's in the description follow or I will find you and uh, do things to you that are um, might be safe for television 
All right. Uh, there was uh, one last parting shot I was going to give. Uh, naval battles uh, this week, we uh, we struggled a little bit. We we put up uh, I think seventy nine points, and the uh, we were back and forth and back and forth. And the uh, the other clan, which was Wharf W H four RF, shout out to those guys. They uh, they put up eighty one and managed to beat us. I uh, reached out to their. Uh, clan leader, and I don't remember his name off the top of my head, so forgive me for that. But I, I, I thanked him for, uh, for a well-fought battle and uh, congratulated them on their win, and he has reached back out and said, you know, it was a nail-biter on their end. Nobody has pushed them that hard yet since they became a clan and uh, thanked us for, uh, for a good hard battle. And uh, he actually asked if uh, we had any interest in meeting up with them and doing uh, some clan battle practice at some point. So all it takes is just to be nice to somebody sometimes, give them a little, hey, kudos to you guys, good job on a, on a hard-fought victory. And, and who knows, we might have a, a sister clan come out of this at some point down the road. But who knows? Anyway, just a big shout-out to them. Uh, once again, uh, send us emails. Uh, check out Sockstream, and uh, you know, come find us in Discord. You know, we got uh, we're a growing clan, and uh, we still have room. If anybody has interest, and come hang out with us, and want to hear us outside the show, stop on by, hang out. You don't even have to join the clan; just hang out in the Discord, div up with us, have some fun. Anyway, everybody, thanks for listening. This has been the Full Broadside. music used in this podcast was provided by Joseph McDade. Find him at josephmcdade.com.